millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. What's up, folks? And welcome to Nino's Corner.tv. I am joined once again with Joe Jordan. Joseph Jordan. Uh, the, the last interview we did about uh, rebuking um, abductions in the name of Jesus Christ uh, really hit a home run. A lot of people loved it. I thought it was a great interview. Um, you know, a, a lot of people won't touch that. A lot of people won't even go near that. But me, I I like to go. I like to get close to things people don't want to get near. So I'm gonna do. I'm going for it. I like to dive into this head first. Uh, but today we're gonna be talking about NASA. Is NASA basically a psyop? What is NASA? It takes in billions of dollars, what, a year to uh, keep us uh, believing that uh, we're, we're going to outer space, that the, the they send us these what I think are CGI photos of Earth, uh, photos of other planets. I I mean, I have huge doubts in all of this, and, and, and uh, I'm, very, I'm a huge skeptic on NASA, and I hope you help me dispel some of these uh, rumors and, and beliefs that I have. But first, folks... Uh, get your keto with Nino. Get your keto with Nino. Uh, when it comes to weight loss, we're all searching for that one miracle pill, which may never exist. Uh, but I, but believe it or not, I may have found the next best thing. I use a special keto powder that no one has heard of, and it helps with boosting metabolism, reducing unwanted body fat, and promoting overall weight management better than most weight loss products I've seen typically, uh, typically found on store shelves. Tens and thousands of five-star reviews can't be wrong, and I'm one of those reviews, folks. I love this stuff. Uh, simply place your order now and get 51% off, folks, 51% off, along with many other free bonuses before they sell out, and they always sell out. Get over there. The link's down below, folks. Tito with Nino, baby. All right, Joe, man, um, I've always been very – I've always I've always been a huge skeptic about NASA. I, You know, I'm not going to sit here and say – <laughs> the earth is flat i can't do that to myself i won't do that to myself but um I, I gotta tell you they they do win a lot of debates these people and they debunk a lot of uh of of global global earthers out there i mean i don't know how they do it i don't want to step into that that lane just for my own reputation but they got me thinking you know they definitely got me thinking but then there's the geocentric earth where I believe that the Earth is the center of the universe. I don't know what to believe. All I know is that we've been lied to for a very, very long time. And when I look out, when I go out, when I go out at night and I look up at the stars, I think we can't be the only ones here. We cannot be the only ones here. What is all that empty space? What is all those 
those trillions of stars out there, you know, and, and what is NASA really doing? Cause I keep hearing, we can't even get to lower earth orbit. Okay. And, 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 and I definitely don't believe we landed on the moon. So hopefully you can help me maybe get a clearer picture here of what's going on. So thank you, Joe Jordan, for joining me once again. Nino, thank you for having me on. This this is going to be good. Yeah, it. I you know <laughs> we got a lot of uh, I got a lot of pushback from the UFO community and emails. By the way, oh, of course. Um, yeah. Ah, you it know, made them think a little bit. And some of them, had, you know, a lot of people that I was in contact with didn't even reach out. Has not reached out to me. I don't think they want to even open the can of worms here. But <laughs> but um, uh, I'm very interested in this topic. But. What, what go in whatever lane you want to go in here, and I'll let you. I'll let you start. So, what are we looking at with NASA? I mean, I I don't even know what to believe. I don't believe we went to the moon. You want to just start there? Uh yeah. You know, to even consider that as a cover up is is just amazing to me. I mean, I'm old enough that I can tell you I sat there and watched the landings on TV you know, as they were happening. That drove my interest in space like you have no idea for a youngster, you know, to be able to experience watching this actually happen live. I had to explore it. It it became a consuming factor for my life, you know, even up to this point. I'm still working for one of the leading aerospace companies, you know, in the space race right now. Uh, You're working for an aerospace company right now? Sure. Down here at Kennedy. Oh, this is going to be interesting. <laughs> wow. Okay, go yeah. ahead. And, you know, that was a, a dream fulfilled for me. What are you doing with the aerospace company? I'm a safety professional. So in the in the manufacturing environment of building rockets, uh, with all the personnel and the uh, hazards they encounter, I'm present to be able to work with them and keep them safe as they complete their job to build these rockets, dealing with the high hazards that are involved with them. So you do believe there's an outer space. Let's just take that, that you do believe we go into outer space. Oh, absolutely. Okay. I lived here. I lived here right across from the Kennedy space center for the past four. Well, since 1972, I've watched almost every shuttle launch go up and down. I've watched all the rockets go up and down. You know, now we're seeing a lot of the boosters coming back from, you know, the launches uh, that we're seeing nowadays with the new tech technology that they have to be able so, to bring them back and land them here. So do you believe there's a, so you don't believe we hit a dome? There's no dome up there. You don't believe there's any firmament? No, I don't. Okay. I, I have no doubt that the probes that we've sent out are far, far out there. You know, Voyager 1, Voyager 2, those those things are so far out in space right now um to us but you know to the vast universe they're not very far at all but they're still continuing to go out and go out and go out and we're still getting signals back to where you know we're able to tell what they're seeing out there probes that we're sending to mars the the rovers we sent to mars you know they've landed the idea that we didn't land on the moon then how is it we're seeing artifacts from those landings you know, through the satellites that we send up there. So, so you you believe you believe we landed on the moon? Oh, absolutely. The, See, I, the later, I can't I can't yeah. buy it. I'm sorry, but that's yeah. me. I, I don't buy it. The, but go ahead. 
the later satellites that we've sent up there to orbit the moon, even the Chinese, why would they lie to us? You know, uh, when you think about it, man, India's been up there now, and you know, they India's that looked like pictures. an Atari game when they were yeah, showing the footage. Did you see that? Yeah, it looked that looked cool. really bad, <laughs> but they made it, and they made it to an area that nobody else has. The thing is, though, that all these countries that are in, involved. But they made in it. it. They made it. How do you know they made it? Well. Because they said they made it. You got to consider what it would take to keep that type of cover up. You know, I hear people talk about this. Well, NASA covers up. Well, who's NASA in the first place? NASA's us. You know, we fund NASA. There's people just like you and me that work for a living that work at the space center you know when i worked there there during the shuttle program and it's heyday you know near the end there were fifteen thousand people that went out there every day to go to work to do their part for that shuttle program but that, that's the same as the government, that the government many people but that's like saying oh i work for congress it's highly compartmentalized i mean it's it's the same thing the people at the top are not you know it's the same thing as the msm the mainstream media it's all the same thing People at the top control the people at the bottom. It's trickled down and it's compartmentalized. It could be, but it's still a very hard secret to cover. You know, eventually secrets come out. You know, we're we're seeing, well, but now they that, are coming out. Yeah, they are coming out. They're coming out in droves. I mean, they <laughs> are coming out. But it, you get to that point is to who do you trust? You know, right. um, if you get to where you trust no one, like you know they used to say in X Files, then you're going to have a pretty miserable life. You know, because you are. At least it's a truthful somebody. life. I mean, I, yeah. I rather have a, I, I rather live in truth than in bullshit. <laughs> you know, know I mean? to, a, to a point, you know, a lot of us we still trust on you know unconditionally without even looking at things. We trust the food we stick in our face. You know, we don't even really look at what's in it. You know, and what's been done to it. You know, so we just it's just a matter of what you want to choose and you know choose to believe and choose to not believe and choose to trust and not trust. Because you may not trust that we went to the moon, but you trust the garbage that we stick in our face, you know, that, that that's killing us. You know, I don't trust that either. Billions I, of, billions I, of dollars, you know. I get what you're saying. I get what you're yeah. saying. So at some point, you got to trust somebody. And, you know, I just don't see a mistrust in what I see at NASA. You know, I've had the opportunity, like I said, to live here, you know, since 72. One of the biggest things that was on my bucket list when I moved here was to see the moon rock that they had on display at the very small at that time visitor center at the Kennedy Space Center back in 72. First thing I did was drive out there and see that moon rock. You know, I wanted to see it firsthand. I wanted to know that it it actually happened. And sure enough, they had one on display and they still have one on display today. But the one that's on display today in the beautiful, vast visitor center that's been developed there to show us what kind of work that NASA has done over the years, you can actually touch that one. You can actually put your hand in this contraption where you reach around and you can actually touch the rock and, you know, that, that came from the moon. It's fascinating, the, the work that's there. And, you know, we, we look at NASA, we focus on those particular things about going to the moon. Did we, did we not? But the thing about NASA that's most important is if you visit... They, they don't even have the center, footage anymore. They've, lo- they've lost or erased all the footage. It. Yeah, they lost some of it, but there's still a lot there that you can see. And, Probably you know, because just, it was very easily debunked, so they conveniently lost yeah. it. That's a, that's a thinking. But, 
also when you deal with a vast amount of people, you get things misplaced. I see that happening, you know, every day still with bigger companies that I've worked for over the years. You honestly believe NASA just lost the footage? They just misplaced it? The most important footage a, of the I, moon landing? Believe me, it's things are still happening like that today in large companies, you know. Uh, we just focus on that aspect, you know, with dealing with NASA. But the thing about what I see with NASA, the most important part to, to look at is the accomplishments we've we've come through science because of the work being done through NASA. And they, they make a, a point to show you that out there at the Space Center because a lot of people say, well, why do we spend all this money, you know, to go into space? What's it going to do for us? Well, the thing is, what's it done for us? And they show you the accomplishments and the, the inventions that have come out of space and the science that we've been able to work out by doing these, you know, experiments up on a space station and on the shuttle when it was orbiting. The, they, they estimate that every dollar that's spent through NASA, through its, its program, we get 7 to $8 on that dollar in return because of things that we've been able to discover and be able to use to help humanity. And that's the most important part about the whole thing, you know, beside did we go to the moon. But I absolutely How believe did we get did. to the Van and Allen build? I mean, we can't even figure out how to get. I mean, we're, we're just barely going into how come we haven't been back? How come NASA hasn't been back to the moon with the there crew? Hasn't been a It hasn't been profitable to go back. And I think now we're seeing that it's profitable. One of the things that I learned about a while back that you, you don't think, think a, in your mind that maybe we were trying, we were in a race against the cosmonauts and we faked the whole damn thing to make it look like we won. No psychological so. warfare right there. No, I really don't. I think I don't get was, Wi-Fi uh, when I'm driving through New Mexico. You <laughs> think they televised that shit on on our TVs <laughs> in the sixties? I I don't. That's a sad through thing. The Van Allen belt. Through the Van Allen belt. Again, they got through the Van Allen boy the belt without a, a hiccup. Landed on the moon and said, "Ah, we're going back now," and flew all the way back through the Van Allen Belt again and landed just fine and dandy. I don't believe it, and and that's a choice that we all have, right? But I've just seen too much accomplishments for them to be able to to, to think that it's all not real. Can I ask you what accomplishments that, that they lot. tell us they do? I mean, how well, do they, they actually show you? Yeah, they show you the accomplishments of things that were developed because of of working experiments in space. And you'll see a vast array of that there at the visitor center, at the Kennedy Visitor Center. What about these videos that come out that show, like, bubbles coming up, like they're underwater, that show, like, these harnesses on these guys? Like, What about those videos? Have you seen those? Some of those, yeah. I think that people want you to to try and doubt what... And sometimes they're holding a ball, they're floating in space, and then the ball drops due to gravity. (laughs) <laughs> you know, um, I, I just, not, you know, fool me once, <laughs> shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me for letting you fool me twice. I'm just saying. I, I think I, they've, they, to me, they've lost all credibility. I, I find it very hard to believe anything they say, but I guess you, you differ in that belief, correct? I, I'm different because I'm here, I think. I think people really need to come here and experience a launch and see the impact of it. You need to actually be part of what it takes to, to put these things together, to be able to to see what it takes to actually get off this app, this, this gravity earth that we have, what kind of propulsion it takes, what kind of force it takes, what kind of technology it takes. When you actually see it firsthand and you can actually put your hands on it and touch it and you see what it takes to build this, you get a whole different concept of what this is. So I thought 
you were going to come come on here today and debunk NASA completely. So you're for NASA. No, I, I, I am. I see the economy. You don't think they're lying to the public at all. And you think in the last interview you said we're the only sentient beings in this universe. You believe that? I believe that. So you believe in space. You believe we go to these planets, but they're just empty. I do believe they're empty. Uh, see, I, I don't see how you can believe in NASA and believe in outer space and then think mm-hmm. that whole vast universe is empty with nothing else on it, and we're the only ones here. Yeah, that's, well, as a Christian, that's what my Bible says. You know, I, I can trust God's word. I can trust God's word because it's what it's done in my life. I can trust God's word for the testimonies that I brought you last time to show you what it's done for those people. I, I agree with you. I'm not. I'm not debating that. I'm just saying... In this vast amount of space, that sure seems like a lot of wasted space to me. There's nothing well, else let's, out there. Let's if you believe in outer space, and if you believe in the Bible, it, doesn't it say in the Bible, now, I'm not a Bible scholar, but doesn't it say there's a firmament? There was a firmament in the beginning. In the beginning, okay. That, and I believe if you look at it from creation science point of view, which scientists who have who are Christians who look at this through the eyes of actual science, science doesn't dispute God. Science is supporting God in every way. Everything they come up with, they find that God has already said to be true. So they're supporting it 100%. If you look at the creation scientists, the people that are actually looking at creation from the scriptural perspective, but also from a scientific perspective, what they believe that they were seeing is that in the beginning, God created the earth like a terrarium, okay? The whole earth was a garden. That's why we're seeing um, vegetation under the tundras, you know, in the frozen areas, because they were there at one time. The whole earth was enveloped in a bubble. That was the firmament. Like a vapor canopy? Vapor canopy, yes. So the whole earth was a garden, you know, like you see in a terrarium. It was self-sufficient. It didn't need to rain. Because the rain came from the ground, it was. And so was that Noah's down. flood when the vapor canopy dropped? It dropped and also came from the deep. That's why there was so much water. Wow! But okay. the, the concept of that, if you think about it, is the answer for why the dinosaurs were so big, and it's why a pterodactyl, the, the huge winged pterodactyl, cannot fly in our atmosphere, because it would take an atmospheric pressure of double what we have to be able to have that pterodactyl fly. It would ha- have to be a, bar- uh, a barometric pressure, atmospheric pressure, twice what we have for these huge dinosaurs to exist because of what it would take oxygen-wise for them to survive. In that terrarium aspect, <clears throat> with that firmament around it, there was twice the atmospheric pressure of what we had. It worked like a, a uh, what do you call those chambers that people were put in to help? Barometric you? chambers. Barometric chamber. That's what the Earth was at the time. That's what enabled that pterodactyl to fly. That's what enabled the dinosaurs to be so big. When the flood happened, when the Earth was destroyed through water, that firmament was broken, and the atmospheric pressure changed. Okay, No more giants, animals like that were anymore. None of them ever grew to be that. Would you say the Nephilim coexisted with the dinosaurs? Uh, Giants, the men of old? Yeah. Yes, I believe they did. The giants we see after the flood, not near as big. 
Right, right, right. So that go, that coincides. So do you think the Earth is 60,000 years old or billions of years old? Now, I believe everything is pointing to a young Earth. When they can find dinosaurs with soft tissue still in them, there's no way that's possible with millions of years. That could only be possible with thousands of years. So you don't believe the Earth is billions of years old? No. So do you, do you believe it's about 6,000 years old? Yes, and I think that that's part of the reason that God put the genealogy part, the boring part. Man, they must love you at these UFO MUFON conventions, (laughs) man. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's like, whoa, wait, this way, that way, okay. Man, yeah, Yeah, you're all over the place. Everything supports God's word, though. doesn't dispute it. I I don't see how you can believe all this and and believe NASA. that's, That's what's really... Uh, that that's where I'm having a disconnect here. I don't I don't see how you can take the Bible it. for what it is, but then take yeah. NASA for what it is. I, but NASA's not doing anything that's against biblical scripture. They're they're just going out into this universe that God made for us to to be in awe of Him. So what 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 do you have to say to all my audience out there? And I have a lot of them, and they're going to probably be chiming in in the chat <laughs> that are that are flat earthers, and they're saying, "Well, if you believe in the Bible, the Bible," and like I said, I. They're going to say the Bible claims that the earth is flat, correct? Or am I wrong um, in saying that? Some of them are. Once again, I am not a Bible scholar. I'm just yeah. saying, I'm just stating like what they're probably going to say. They, they believe the, the, flat, the earth is flat. Yes. And they, they do because they're looking at it from, from what somebody else gave them, not because what they learned on their own. Believe me, I have not yet met one flat earther that's ever come across that thinking on their own. Nobody grows up as a kid and goes, ah. Look at this. The earth is actually flat. No, there's people perpetrating this this delusion of the earth being flat. They're using scripture out of context. They're using the idea that, you know, scripture must be factual if you're going to believe God's word to be inerrant. But the thing is, they're not they're not taking into consideration that there are certain phrases used like, oh, I'm so hungry I could eat a horse. I can't eat a whole horse, you know, but. They take that as what it literally means, and you can't do that. You have to be able to separate those kind of phrases from what is being said as actual fact. There are things that are being said that just are trying to get a point across, and that's what they're using instead of actually taking it for what it really says. But there's the, there's some experiments that the flat, earther, flat earthers have done that really boggle the mind, like mm-hmm. when you see a ship go over the horizon – out of your optical view, and then you're able to pull it up. And then if the Earth was a curvature, if it had a curve, I don't think you'd be able to pull that ship up again with a telescope. And then they're able to do so. And that that one thing bothers me. It's like a splinter in my mind. It keeps bothering me. And I'm not saying the Earth is flat. I, I can't go that direction. I'm just, that bothers me. Do you get what I'm saying? And also the flight patterns. I mean, they have a lot of... Uh, refutable evidence that it's very hard to debate i mean it really is and I, i'm not qualified to debate them in this but i just know what stands out to me and there's certain things that stand out to me that bother me i don't believe the earth is flat i think maybe it's obtuse a bit a little wider on the i don't think it's a perfect circle i think nasa gives us cgi photos that are photoshopped because they've been the flat earthers have proven that to be correct so at least that, what do you think about the NASA CGI photos? Do you think they're really photos from space? Because when you look at the photos, they have same, they have duplicates of clouds. Sometimes 
you know, patterns of clouds all over the same earth. I mean, it's just, I, the photos look shot Photoshop to me. What's your thoughts on that? I think that in some situations that may be the truth. If, if what they're giving you is a picture for some certain reason, they may use the same picture over and over and over, but it's real easy to turn on, you know, NASA live and watch the space station video as it's happening actually live. I, I love sitting there and just watching that as, as if you're sitting in the space station itself and looking out the window, you know, that's a live view. It's changing. It's not CGI. That's actually changing as you're traveling over it. Do we go past lower, uh, lower orbit? Are are we, do we, have we sent crews past lower space orbit? I mean, have we been able to do that? Yeah. I believe that's where the moon launchers came in. Okay. So you think we're, we are exploring vast parts of space with crews or just, just uh drones not or, yet. Or, no. no just just satellites right now we're setting the foundation to be able to travel to space but they're saying there's signs of life out there they're, they've said that there's they know, make water on other planets what they're saying they make us believe that that's what they're finding but, but see you're contradicting yourself actually, right now you're saying they're making uh, us believe that you're, yes you either because buy all of it or you don't buy any of it in my no, mind no. you have to be careful in what they're actually saying Okay. They're they're saying that they're seeing signs of what could be water. They don't. They can't say there is water unless they actually are able to verify there is water. That's why we have probes that are that are actually running, you know, pieces, you know, drills down into the moon area to look for that water. That's what the Indian uh, craft is doing and trying to be able to dig into that ice to see if there is actual water there. Um, that's what they're trying to do well, on ice. Mars. It's frozen water. Yeah, but you got to be able to verify that it is water. It could be frozen something else too. It could be frozen hydrogen, frozen nitrogen. Okay. But it's got what they're looking for is water like H2O that we could have organic material in. But That's what they're could, looking for. But couldn't an alien species live off something completely different than what we live off here? We we may need air and H2O. They may need nitrogen and high, you know something completely different to live. That's a thinking that's come up, and that's something that they're also considering as they're out there on the moons of Mars, you know, looking at, at, at uh, the, the different frozen moons of Mars, trying to determine maybe it might be something else there. Yeah, I'm saying, like, why, why does it have to abide by our rules and, and physics here? I mean, I, or our, our, our laws of life here, why can't they be abiding by a whole different set of laws in life out there, you know, something completely different? It could be. It could be. I just don't think we're going to find sentient life out there. I think there's a possibility there could be a, a life material, but I don't think we're ever going to find sentient life. And then that confuses the whole situation. If there is life out there, and we're talking about, you know, the UFO phenomenon, and and there's life visiting us here, but yet you don't see them in spacesuits. They just appear here, and they're well, breathing. There's our people air. that say when they come across these beings that they're completely different than us. They they're some have spacesuits. These are testi- some testimonies do say this. I mean, they have like the older grace. Yeah. So, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, that's where this all gets confusing. Is because if they're going to be different from us, I doubt they're going to adapt just that quickly. You know, to what our environment is. This is what makes this whole thing so bizarre. You know, I'm very. I guess I'm confused on on your thinking because you believe. 100% the Bible, and you believe 100% NASA, correct? Um, Pretty much what I see that NASA has accomplished, yes. 
and what their goals are. You know, I understand their goals. So if they say there's, they, they believe there's, and now the testimony's coming out in the house hearings saying there's life on other planets, we're reverse engineering craft, we're, we're actually reverse engineering the craft, that tells me that the craft came from somewhere else, right? But we haven't seen any craft. Again, we're back to the evidence. It's one thing to say you have something, but it's another thing to actually show that you have something. We're getting a lot of hearsay, you know, Back to NASA again. NASA won't say that there, we have found water. NASA's saying we're finding everything that shows that there could be water. That's what you have to be careful on what you're hearing. You know, they want to make you believe that what they're saying is, is this. And a lot of people jump to, oh, there's, they said there's water on this world out there. That's not what they're saying. They're saying that it meets the criteria that water could be there. It's showing signs that there could be. But it doesn't verify that there is. That's that's the big thing that I'm about is you have to have the evidence for what you're backing up. Cool. Fifty whistleblowers coming to Congress with no evidence, just hearsay. You can't take any of that for for real. You know, you, you got to show the evidence. So, so when you say people rebuke abductions, where's the evidence? They're just the evidence. It. The evidence is in the changed life because we know that everybody that knows these people have knows that knows that they've been distraught because of the experience they know their lives have been turned upside down because of the experience it's when you see their experience completely terminated through a relationship with jesus christ and they're no longer in that distraught mode their lives have been coming back to a normalcy as we know it that's evidence that what has happened is real that they've been able to stop it what about these guys influence what about these people come on the house hearings and their lives are destroyed because of they've seen these these ships and they've had to stay quiet for so long? Isn't that evidence in itself that they're going through a lot of turmoil and tribu- uh, you know trials and tribulations in their lives because they've encountered this stuff? I have no doubt that they've encountered something, okay. and that it does affect people. That's the same thing that the, that the experience experiences that I'm working with. I have no doubt they encountered something that this, that destroyed their lives, destroyed their, their paradigm of reality. <clears throat> I have no doubt that that's happened to them. What is it that, that actually happened to them? That's where we have to get down to the nitty-gritty of evidence. And we're not seeing the evidence of what this is. Nowhere do we have evidence of what this is. We can only take how it affects us and look at it as what could this be. What about video evidence of people that have caught these beings? I, I've seen evidence on on, on, on the Internet of of extraterrestrials in the backgrounds or ships flying through the air. It looks real to me. I don't know. Ships, they appear to be extraterrestrials. It's still, there's never any evidence. It's just, we we talked about CGI. How do we know we're not seeing that there? We do know that we see fuzzy videos, fuzzy pictures. So you don't trust that, but you trust NASA's pictures? Um, Most of them, yeah. Most of them, yeah. It's different when you actually see the work that's being done here. That's what I have to focus back on. It's one thing to never experience the work of NASA and, and the work that these people, hardworking people do, my neighbors, my, you know, the coworkers that I work with. You know, it's a different thing when you actually have. I'm not discrediting them. I'm saying it's compartmentalized, very much compartmentalized. Be. But it's I, I don't doubt the people in the, in, in the, in the, uh, you know, in the, what am I trying to say here? I don't, I don't doubt they believe what they're seeing at all. I don't. I don't doubt that at all. I think the people at the very top are feeding them something different. That's all I'm saying. Just like every structure works at the very top, they yeah. control the bottom. And it can happen. It could be. 
but I don't see enough of that that would affect the way that I think. Though it's none none of it there that's that's saying that you know the 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 people that I'm supporting and. Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Fighterflare.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare flashlight. The Fighter Flare flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Flare.com. What I do every so, day. Is, okay, so if NASA uh, comes out and says that there are there is extraterrestrial life out there, and they say aliens exist, you're not going to be, you're going to believe them, right? Because you believe NASA. No. They got to show the evidence, just like everybody else. What if they show you pictures and video of them? Uh, that's not going to do it. But that's what they're doing with the planets in space. They're doing the same thing, and you believe it. They have to show a little bit more when it comes to life. They've got to be able to show something a whole lot more when it comes to life. Well, we can that would tell me they have to show there. a little bit more when it comes to planets and space as well to, to, to appease you, right? Well, the, you got to 
you got to look at where all these pictures coming from. They're not just coming from NASA. A lot of the pictures are coming from private industry. A lot of the pictures are coming from colleges through giant telescopes that are out there. And they're, they're showing the same thing that the NASA photos are showing. It's not different. And you, 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 you've got to look at private industry, you know, versus a government industry. And then you've also got to look at, you know, colleges and universities that are doing this with access to huge telescopes and radio telescopes and look at the work and how it, they mesh together. It's not separate. It's not different finding. So when NASA, if NASA, so like, let's say they have disclosure and they come out and they say extraterrestrials do exist. There's other planets with, with beings on it. What about these photos that I've seen of, uh, that have, that have been photoshopped or smudged out that were supposedly there were structures on them. And a lot of people on my show will say, yeah, there's there. They believe there's structures on Mars. You're saying that's not proven. Um, well, I've seen some good work on that stuff. Um, I don't think we have enough information to verify that. I think there's some really good stuff that's out there. When you say you've seen some really good stuff. Richard Hoagland was a big proponent for that too, uh, back in the day. But you know, it's, it's just something we don't have verifiable yet. You know, looking at the answers that, you know, that what NASA is saying about their look into this phenomenon, you know, it, right here, they said a NASA probe into hundreds of UFO sightings found that there was no evidence aliens were behind the unexplained phenomenon. But the space agency could also not rule that possibility out. But so far, what they're looking at are saying it's not alien. It's something else. And this is a lot of what we're getting from, you know, a lot of the major talking heads in the ufo realm that this is looks to be something else it looks to be something indigenous to earth it looks to be something that's been here forever you know with us so you know the whole idea that this being extraterrestrial is, is already being looked at by nasa is a possibility that maybe it isn't you know they're not seeing things coming from outside coming here what they're seeing is things that are here that coexist with us that live among us yeah. And that's the big question mark. Yeah, that's a big question mark. I've watched videos, uh, trail cam videos. Uh, would you say those are proof enough that there's things out there in the forest that don't look yeah. very human? You know, yeah, I've seen dogmen. And then they've caught these things, Bigfoot. I mean, there's all kinds of cryptids out there that I, I have to, I mean, that scares the crap out of me that I don't want to go to a national park. Are you think? Do you think that's <laughs> maybe what we're seeing? Um. I think it's a mix of what we're seeing. There's there's such a bizarre uh, relationship between these cryptid sightings and UFO sightings. There's actually been cryptid sightings where these things will actually morph into something that we, re we refer to as an alien uh, from a cryptid. So how does that fall into place? So I think this part of this same delusion that we're part of here, I think these this is just a deeper aspect of it. It's just another layer of the onion. So you believe they're, they're fallen angels masquerading as aliens? It's what the best answer I found as a, as a researcher looking at this from three different perspectives. First, as an agnostic humanist. Second, as somebody in the metaphysical New Age realm. And then finally, as from a Christian perspective. It wasn't until I got to this perspective that I started seeing the similarities to something that was written about 2,000 years ago. And these were angelic beings. What we're seeing here is, is not God's messenger angelic beings that are here to help us. These are the angelic beings that God cast down to earth, he says, you know, because of their rebelling against God. 
And that's what we're dealing with. These beings are jealous of us. These beings do not like us. They are jealous of us. They're jealous of God's uh, focus on us. And they're doing everything they can to cheat us out of God's blessing that they that he's offered us as humanity. So do you think maybe when God is speaking of the heavens in the Bible, he's speaking of outer space, and maybe they're coming from outer space? Um, no, he or talks is, about, Or is the heavens another God's dimension? There, there are two, we know as, as believers, there can be many dimensions. We know for two that, for a fact, ours and the spiritual realm. And there could be many levels of the spiritual realm. I believe there possibly is. But these beings that we're talking about, they come from the spiritual realm. They're manifesting into our physical realm, something we don't have the ability to do going into their realm, but they have the ability to come into ours. And I I believe that's what we're seeing in all all of these uh, sightings that we're dealing with and experiences that we're dealing with. Because all of it is, is, is deceptive. All of it is lies that the information coming from them. The whole thing is perpetrating a grand illusion. And you don't think they're controlling NASA? Uh, it's a good possibility they're controlling a lot of people high up. Yeah. That, that's okay. Well, then you, all right. So we agree on that. Sure. Okay. So, so NASA could be, NASA could be a huge psyop on the American people on the planet. And it, so it, could all the other be. governments working in tandem with it. And but we could, we could point. say that the moon landing was fake. Sure. We could say, no, really, let's, you, no, you, you, can, you can possibly believe that. But I think at the same time, I, like most of these agencies we come across that we know are deceptive, like possibly even our government itself um, at times, we know that it's only a piece of it that is the PSYOP part. The rest of it is absolute truth because that's what hooks us in. You know, they're using a whole lot of reality and truth to perpetrate a little bit of a lie. And that's possibly what could be happening. We but that little bit of lie, it only takes a little bit of strychnine to kill somebody. I mean, that little bit of a lie is a big deal. That's true. So for people that don't trust NASA, they don't have to, you know, just turn you them do. off, ignore them. I do because I, I'm fascinated by the work that's being accomplished through the work that's being done. This is interesting. I think, I think, <laughs> I think they... Like, you know, like I said, to be able to gain um, technology and development seven times over what we put into it, I think is worth being part of it. Because that 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 seven times that is is being gained of it is supporting us in the the way that we can live our lives and live it better. And I'm all for it in that aspect. You know, I often think to myself, we haven't even explored really our oceans, you know, and and I think about <clears throat> space and even less of space, correct? So we don't even know what's at our oceans. You know, I think it was uh, Jacques Cousteau who went to, uh, and this was in, I think, uh, Tahoe, Lake Tahoe. He said, the world is not ready for what I have seen at the bottom of that of Lake Tahoe makes you yep. wonder what, you know, I think this entire planet is an enormous question mark to me. I don't claim to know what it is. I don't claim to know anything. I have an open mind. That's why I bring you on because I have an open mind. I wanted to hear what sure. you have to say, but I got to tell you, 
I'm even more confused right now after talking with you. <laughs> okay. So help me clear this up for my audience. Cause I mean, are you willing to say that you just don't know? I mean, you, you, you have one foot in with NASA, one foot out. You believe in the Bible, but you believe in NASA. I believe NASA is a complete psyop. I believe it's controlled by what you would call the fallen angels, the fallen. Uh, I think it's Luciferian at its core. You don't believe that, although you believe in the Bible. Um, I don't know who controls it completely. <clears throat> I know it's funded by us. Do you trust our, our government? Tax, it's our taxpayers. It's us, us as taxpayers that are paying for Co- it. Correct, but do you trust our government? Uh, not completely, no. Okay. And they're our government, yeah. But the accomplishments I do trust. And that's the good part about it. Like uh, I said, we know that we know that a lot of it can be good and you know to support. You, you their believe hands. in good. You believe in the goodness of man. You believe that, Oh yeah, absolutely. You believe, you believe that the accomplishments of NASA because you believe in the goodness of, of mankind. Sure. I can get a lot of that. good there's a lot of good people that have put their hearts into this work to be able to come up with some good things for humanity. But you, so you just take the bad people thing. out of the equation. You just take the bad people out of the equation. You don't think that they could be spoiling it at the very top and and inserting certain things or having certain agendas at play here, using the good people to work for them. Um, so. That may be happening, but as a Christian, I have to know that God is more powerful than all of that, and that's where my trust is at. And I and I agree with that, but I'm very aware of Satan. Yeah, <laughs> he should be. He's he very deceitful. Be. Yeah, the biggest trick he has for us is to say he doesn't. For us to think he doesn't exist, that's the biggest danger. So let me let me get your thoughts on this. For but we don't. Do you have you seen proof of them or evidence of them? Um. Well, that we're back to you know. Do you trust what you see? <laughs> yeah. uh, what I've seen so far, yeah, some of them are old. They converted old salt mines. We know that Cheyenne Mountain is inside a mountain that's classified as an underground base. That's where NORAD's located. You know, we know these things exist. We know these places exist. So, are you familiar with Philip Schneider? I mean, I'm, I know the whole MUFON community is okay. Do you believe in his testimony? No. You think he's lying? Yeah, I went. Something happened to him, but Some, something happened to him. Yes, but I don't believe that. That's I don't believe that story true because there's no evidence to show that these things are physical yet. These beings are physical. So you don't believe the story where he went underground and, and encountered these things, and there was a firefight, and he saw human beings encamped in cages, and he saw the yeah. grays staring at him, hit him with an electric beam that they waved over their chest, hit him, and they started the alien human war down below. Yeah. Some, uh, I, I think it was a, a, a Green Beret or a, a, or a Ranger saved his life, brought him back up into, uh, up to up above surface, and you don't believe his story at all? No, no more than I believe Timothy Good's story that he spent 20 years in the Marines on Mars. So then how do you believe the people that tell you that they rebuked the abductions in the name of Jesus Christ because their life has changed? That's the evidence. But, 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 the but evidence. Philip Schneider had... Thirteen attempts on his life, he looked like his life was destroyed. But you'd believe him if he was living a good life, and he uh, no. was saved by Jesus Christ. That's the only way you'd believe him. No, I believe that if, if he actually was saved by Jesus Christ, I think he'd come to the truth of what he was dealing with. 
See, the thing about this whole phenomenon, which is really dangerous, is all it takes is a good story to, to, to make yourself known out there. You don't need any evidence for it. I've been in this for 30 years. I can, yeah, that's the way they make it look. But we don't know that for sure, you know? We don't know that. What, what that he died? Yeah, most likely. Okay. So what what is what is what projects is NASA working on right now that you're excited about that uh, that uh, we should all be excited about? <laughs> let's talk. Let's well, go to a positive direction here. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. folks. I'm just. I'm just. I don't. I'm, just, <laughs> and these I'm not debating questions. you. I'm just asking questions. Yeah. You know. Sure. Now I think the projects that they're working on now and getting these satellites up there for you know for internet. I think is a huge thing for for us on Earth. You know, you talk about not even getting, you know, Internet out in New Mexico. We're going to have that ability here very shortly. You know, this this whole idea with Elon Musk's Starlink. And, you know, now he's getting a competitor in the field. Amazon's building their big, you know, uh, location. Did out it, here didn't Canada. Elon Musk send a car out in space? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I saw it, that looked fake. Do you think that was real? Yeah, it was real. It was real. Yeah. He can do that. <laughs> okay. Um, this whole thing about, you know, being able to get Internet access to the world is huge because it's going to give an opportunity for children in remote places to get a really good education and to be able to, to teach them, you know, the, the things that we've learned in modern society. You know, Alan Musk has been at it with Starlink, putting up these Starlink satellites to be able to get Internet in remote places. And now we have Amazon that's building their big facility out by the shuttle runway that they're going to be producing at satellites also in their own program. That way it becomes competitive in pricing, you know, and who knows who else might jump into this. So that's what the rockets are there for is to be able to put these things up in space, putting payloads in space. Um, different agencies are putting different types of satellites up there. You know, uh, NOAA, NOAA, that's the name, the one, the weather agency, you know, they've got satellites out there to help us see a better view of what's coming at us weather-wise. Uh, there's all sorts of different satellites are being put up there, and, and this is huge to be able to get these things up there. Um, to how be able how to many make satellites? Better. I, I mean, I just imagine just a trove of satellites up there. How many satellites are up in space right now? Like in the thousands, correct? Yeah, or millions? Is it the thousands? Is it thousands? Yeah, hundreds of thousands? thousands? Yeah, I don't think hundreds of thousands. Um, people think you know that it might be crowded up there, but yeah, it's I'm thinking really like a hard satellite for junkyard. Us. No, it's not. There's, it's hard to comprehend the vastness of the atmosphere around our Earth when you get up to that level where they're, they're in the rotation around the Earth and in fixed orbit, too. You know, it, there's so much space up there, it's unbelievable. There, there is an issue with debris that could be falling down. Now they're looking at satellite, or China developed the satellite grabber, you know, to get these old ones out of there before they start falling down and causing havoc. You know, a lot of them deteriorate over time and they just fall apart and fall back and burn up as they come in. But there's plenty of room for a lot of stuff. So they up burn there. up as they come back through our, our, our yeah. Uh, atmosphere? Yeah, most of them do. Yeah. You know, that it, it becomes so hot once they start coming in that this stuff doesn't take the heat. So do they ever collide into each other up there and then and, and fall down? I haven't. Miscalculations? Yeah, I haven't heard anything about that. And I think that's where our science has gotten to the point with the computer abilities that we have to keep that from happening. You know, how do we know where everything's at? 
how do we launch a satellite? How do we get a satellite up into orbit? Like through a rocket? You just put it on a rocket, shoot it up there, and it releases it? Or how does it work? Yeah. Yeah, the rocket's got a payload bay on it that they store the you know the satellites in the um, payload bay. They launch the rocket. They get it up to the to in the orbit position where they want it located, and then they'll release the satellites and they'll like the Starlink. They're a string of satellites, you know, that'll reach out there and, and they just start them in that that rotation around the Earth and away they go. Wow! So they release them like the mathematics behind this have to be mm-hmm. precise. Oh yeah. So they know when to pop, 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 and release the satellites, and yeah. then the orbit grabs it, and it just takes, and it's just locked in that orbit. They'll stay right there. Doesn't need any propulsion or anything. It just stays locked no. in that orbit. No, they're in that they're in that special distance between the Earth and the Moon, where gravity from the Moon and gravity from the Earth, in and the spin around the Earth keeps them locked into that one 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 realm where they're floating at. I have another question. Mm-hmm. At what point can you see the curvature of the Earth? Because I don't see it from an airplane, and that's at 36,000 feet. At what point? I've heard you had to go to like 60,000 feet to see it, to start seeing curvature. When do you start seeing the curvature? I don't know myself. I haven't been up there. But you're talking about that 65 um, 65 miles is a Carmen line. And I do know that, you know, we're hearing many, many people that got no no reason to lie that have had the opportunity to go up on Virgin Galactic's flights that take you up to the to the Carmen line. You've got uh, the Blue Origin taking their rocket up, the New New Shepard out of Texas that's taken a lot of people up. Even Captain Kirk went up there himself. One of the biggest uh, YouTuber groups <laughs> uh, of guys, one of their guys actually got the opportunity to ride on it. And that was the first thing he said when he got back, got out of the craft and was back landed there in Texas. He said, it ain't flat. You know, I've been there. And uh, he made a point to put that across. Because you actually go up to that that realm, and they're able to see full curvature while they're up there. Do they take pictures? Do they have yeah, a video they, of this? Yeah, they take pictures. They take videos. You see them when you watch them up there. when they, they, they that, But that's evidence for you. Around. You said, do you believe that's evidence? Yeah, that's evidence. Okay. But I thought you said, all right. This is interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, Cool. You know, when you take people out of that realm of they belong to a big organization, I think that's trustable because they, they were there. You see them while they're up there floating around in the craft, and they got you. You know, they got a GoPro right there on their forehead, you know, filming the whole thing while they're up there, and you're seeing them do it. So they come back. It's pretty much. Yeah. Do you think that we are going to have colonies on Mars soon, or colonies on the, on the Moon? Um, not anytime soon. Uh, they've got a plan, but it's a long-range plan. The long-range plan uh, is because the whole aspect is the benefit for humanity. There's two different concepts in the thinking of, of colonization. Uh, if you colonize a planet or a moon in space, you're locked in on having to adapt to its issues, whether it be gravity, lack of oxygen, mainly gravity. That's the biggest thing. Gravity on Mars is going to be an issue. It's not the same here. It's going to affect us greatly. We can't recreate that gravity if we're on Mars in a colony. Um, that's going to be a, that's going to play on our human biology if we're there for any length of time. The other concept is, is, uh, 
the other competitor in this space race, Jeff Bezos, if you look at his vision for space, you'll see that he's talking about not colonizing planets or, or bodies in space. He's talking about building a huge space station in space, kind of like you saw at the end of that movie, uh, Interstellar, uh, where it's, it's, it holds a million people or so. You know, and you can recreate your own gravity just like Earth. You can have the whole, whole same environment on the space station as you would on Earth. And you're not depleting resources, you know, of a planet and trying to adapt to that planet. The The idea of going to the moon first is to be able to mine the, what, the materials it takes to build that from the moon. You build them on the moon and then you move them to, to a space station. The idea of that is much cheaper than trying to get all that heavy weight off the planet to do it because it, fighting this gravity on Earth is huge and costly. But being able to mine the planets or the moon is a lot cheaper bringing them from there to that space station. The same concept with going to Mars. We need to go to the moon first to mine the moon for the resources we need to get to Mars. Pushing them here from Earth is going to be very costly. But establishing a mining and, and a base on the moon to be able to mine this stuff we need and produce it there and move it, it's a lot cheaper because it doesn't take much escape velocity to get off the moon, even with a large, you know, a large weight. I think I'm uh I'm a bit more confused <laughs> ending this and starting this, but I, I definitely still believe we didn't go to the moon, but that's me. All right. That's just me. Yeah. But I respect you a hundred percent. I respect your research. I respect everything you've done for the, for the MUFON UFO community. Um, I, I'd love to have you back on again. I'd love to have sure. my audience ask you questions. Sure. Uh, if that's okay with you. Um, yeah. so, cause I'm sure there's a lot that I missed because this kind of threw me off. I thought we were going to be talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's one famous quote I'd like to leave your, your okay. with. And this one's from Ronald Reagan. I occasionally think how quickly our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. You know, and the, most of the time, that's all you hear is that part of the quote. But it's the second part of the quote that I think is most important especially with what we're seeing today, especially with the shows that you've been doing just recently, and you've been doing a great job covering this issue. Thank you. And the rest of that is, and yet, I ask you, is not an alien force already among us? What could be more alien to the universal aspirations of our peoples than war and a threat of war? Correct. I agree. I mean, this is, man, all I try to do is just uh, leave no stone unturned. Yeah. That's all I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to pose the questions, and I hope my audience got something out of this. I, I'm <laughs> definitely a bit more confused, but but, but it, it helps me is, put more pieces of the puzzle together, you know, yeah. no matter what it is. The crazy part is you turn that stone over, and there's 20 more stones underneath Oh, that. yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> Life is a mystery. The world is a mystery to me. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's great learning about it. How much of the Earth? I mean, how much of this of the oceans have we explored? Do you know what, what the percentage is? Not, not much. And I think that we really should have a lot more focus on there. I think there's going to be amazing things that we're going to find that will help humanity 
Just look right. at the jungles we haven't explored yet. Yeah. And every time they go into these jungles, they find new medicines that are able to help us and heal us. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why I watch those trail cams. Our forests yeah. are full of creatures I've never seen, and I see them on yeah. trail cams. I don't know. I, I just, I mean, the, the the world is a strange and wacky place, man, and, and yeah. it's a huge mystery to me. But, you know, they say, you know, in the Bible says, as above, so below. So could we, you know, theoretically, if we were to explore the oceans, find the same thing there as we see in space? I mean, if, you know, I don't know if you've ever seen that submarine. Um, there was a man, and you can look this up, but my audience can Google it. I forgot his name, but like three days later, uh, he went down in a submarine and found another body of water at the bottom of this ocean, and he they tapped on it with the submarine, and they are like, what is this? There was clams growing out of it and, and everything. It was like a lake at the bottom of the ocean. Like, how do you explain that? The minute he yeah. came out and started going on the news and telling people about it, guy's gone. That to me says there's something dimensional here. Yeah, um, it could be easy. Layers of existence, layers of realms, layers of dimensions. You know, so yeah. as above, so below. Yeah, are we living in a holographic universe? Is it is it multidimensional? I mean, I I all these questions are in my mind. I I just it's incredible, and I I just want to say. Joe, Joseph, thank you so much for joining me. I, I hope my audience, sorry for interrupting you a ton. I, <laughs> I, I'm just very confused in all this. I'm just, um, yeah, but um, I, I appreciate you coming on. And where can people find you? You can find me at my website, www.ce4research.com. Like number four or spelled number out? Four, number four. Ce4research.com? Dot com. CE4research.com. Correct. And that's your book. That's my book, Piercing the Cosmic Veil. Piercing the Cosmic Veil. And they can get that on your website or on Amazon? You can get that on Amazon. Wow. Well, I'm going to answer. I, I answer a lot of these questions that, you know, you talked about here. You know, even the idea that, uh, you know, could we be alone out there? You know, when you really look at the science view of this, of, of could we be alone? You know, so many scientists are already seeing the problem with the odds of something else being out there. You know, um, the scientists estimate that, you know, there's 4.9 to times 10 to the 191st power of possibility that we were accidental on this earth. So with vast numbers of odds that we accidentally came about on this planet, just think about that. Times 10 to the 191st. Those are so many zeros we can't even comprehend. That that this was accidental. So the chances are not that yeah. we were accidental. Yeah. That yeah, that we're not accidental. Right. I agree you with know? that. More and more scientists are saying that, you know, the idea that we're accidental is, is not happening. So the idea for those that believe we're accidental, to think that there's life out there on another planet. You have to double those odds. That makes it incomprehensible to think that there's something else out there. If it's based on we we came about random. But you'd have to multiply that times the space out there, yeah. right? Which yeah. is infinite as yeah. far as they say. So then those odds shrink. Not those shrink. odds would have to shrink. Those odds it would have to shrink down to where that could be probable there's more life out there. It still has to double what we are, though, just for one. 
Okay. Well. And this is, you know, scientists are already finding problems with the Big Bang Theory because of this new set, this new telescope we have up there, the James Webb Telescope. It's blowing them. It's blowing their minds on the idea of the Big Bang. They're having to rethink the whole Big Bang. Can I ask you, know, you why it's that, blowing their minds? Like, what are they finding that that's uh, contradictory? A lot of the to... theories that were based that were uh, foundational for the Big Bang. A lot of the things they're seeing through the James Webb, and you'll have to. There's so much involved in that. I just started to explore that. But it's still a fascinating part of space to me. Is they're starting to see that things don't make. That don't match their theory that built the idea of the Big Bang. They're having to rethink a lot of their stuff that they're looking but, at. But but they, but they still believe the universe is ever expanding, correct? It's still that it's, it is. That so it have to come from a single point, correct? Or but keep in mind, something cannot come from nothing. That's the right. problem that they're dealing with. So that would have to have come from God, or yeah, they're they're looking at this thing looks like a design. Wow. And I believe that. I believe this is a design by a, a brilliant creator. Yeah. Um, Joe, thank you so much for coming on. I'll, I'll be premiering this this weekend, tonight or tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you, Nina, right. for asking the big question. I've just, I, I probably missed a bunch that my audience is going to be pissed <laughs> off about, but I can only do so much. So hey, this uh, is why I love your show. You're, you're willing to ask those questions that most I, people just walk. Yeah. Away. I don't even care how stupid they sound. I just have to ask yeah. them because <laughs> <laughs> that might lead to a brilliant question. I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> so thanks, Joe. I appreciate you and you're welcome to come on my show anytime you want. I'm sure my audience will have questions for you. So if they do, are you also willing to debate somebody if they were like, I want to debate them about the flat earth or I want to debate them about, yeah. or you don't want to waste your time with that? No, nah, I don't waste my time with that. Okay. But if someone, yeah. but you, you're willing to take questions from the audience? Sure. I'll take okay, questions. Beautiful. You know, um, you so know, I remember, I remember Ollie North. I know what to say if I don't have an answer. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I appreciate you, Joe. Thank you so much, man. Thank you for your time. God bless you. Okay. Thank, thank you, Nino. God bless. Thank you. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's 
wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.